Um, so, all right, well, let's give it a shot then. Okay. All right. Armaiorum Dei Gloriam. Welcome to the Colby cast. And uh, today is going to be called episode one. And I'm one of your hosts, Jordan. And um, today I'm delighted to introduce a couple new uh, characters that are going to be on these episodes these days. I shouldn't call them characters. Co-hosts, we yeah. might say. So um, I'm, I'm joined with Hope and Bonnie. Would, would you two like to introduce yourselves? Sure. sure, that's probably just the right word for us, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I'm Hope. I am a Colby alumna. I was homeschooled all my life, but I started Colby as a freshman in high school. I was actually one of the original beta testers for Colby online classes back when it was just a text chat led by an advisor, no video or audio. So it's been really fun to see the online academy be developed and grow. Um, I... Graduated from Colby, went on to study media theory, communication theory, and philosophy in undergrad. Then I went to law school. I am now a practicing attorney in business and commercial litigation and an avid home cook. Awesome. I'm Bonnie. I'm Hope's older sister. I am starting our fourth year of homeschooling with my family. And we've been with Colby these these past four years. We made the leap from brick and mortar Catholic school only because of Colby. I was not homeschooled myself, and I never planned to homeschool. And we made this this transition to meet academic needs and and also for logistical reasons, um, among them being better stewards of our time and talent, and several other logistical factors that um, might seem surprising to hear that that we. We have to simplify things, but in many ways it actually does. So I have four bairns, two lads, and two lasses. They're going into fifth through 10th grades this year. I was a piano major in college, with a, and I have a professional background in arts administration and liturgical music. Um, this, this includes stints as an intern in the development or fundraising department of a major American opera company, and as well as a PR assistant for an orchestra that no longer functions, unfortunately. I wrote a monthly column for our diocesan newspaper for a few years, and I've been playing in church since early high school when the musicians who had been playing, the, the wonderful duo team, when they moved on to other things, um, word got out that I played the piano, and so I started out playing just right hand only, and now I've been playing all this time. I am sometimes I've been privileged to serve as a music director of a parish uh, before our children were born in, in the interim. Since that time, I had been uh, subbing around town and, and helping out in various capacities. And now I'm, I'm honored to be back serving as a parish to mu music director once again. I routinely max out my library card as well as those of our children, what you might call heavy library users. And I'm a podcast fanatic. Well, that's awesome. I'm I'm so glad to have you guys here and that we could have this discussion. And um, the listeners may may notice I, I had said that this is episode number one, and it's because we, um, you know, we're kind of seeing this as a a reboot to the Colby cast, and we have a lot of uh, ideas for future episodes. And um, with this year, with COVID at the end of the the school year, so many new students, so many. I mean, I, I heard that Colby has over a thousand new students this year from last year. So it's been, you know, it's been an awesome ride this summer and um, everybody's very enthusiastic and excited for this new 
school year. In fact, last night I got an email from a mom who told me that she decided to homeschool and she was saying if you would have asked her last summer, she would have said absolutely not. There's no way I would ever homeschool and she's doing it this year. And so um, I wanted to know, Bonnie, from what you're doing homeschooling, um, how how was the change this year? I mean, once once the COVID stuff hit, did that change your routine a lot in, in terms of educating? In some ways, it didn't have a tremendous effect upon us when when things went into effect back in March. We we continued on with our online and homeschool courses as we had been with with little impact to that. We were involved in some activities. My oldest is a member of a, a robotics team that meets frequently and they made the leap to all virtual meetings. Um, other activities that we were involved in included like soccer and that was a that my youngest was doing at the time and so that was off the table after that and and since that time we have not really been out and about much at all in participating in those kinds of things. We used to do a lot of things with our local Catholic homeschool group. We would go to monthly first Friday mass and do several other things with them. We had just sort of ad hoc things going on that have all been sort of tabled for the time being. So the academic focus continued on as as it was, as pretty much almost normal for us, but it was all the ancillary things, the things that got us out and about, seeing family, um, going places that, that was really affected. Mm. Yeah, and H- Hope, I don't know if, um, di- did you say that you were homeschooled your whole life or had you gone to a brick and mortar school? I was homeschooled my whole life. Oh, okay. I'm wondering if you had any words of encouragement to new students, especially high schoolers or something who are coming into the Colby program and maybe weren't expecting to be doing that this year. It's a big change, but actually kind of looking back at my past experiences, some of my biggest changes were events that I didn't really see coming. And that in many ways was better for me. It was very disorienting in the moment of it, kind of like I have no idea what I'm doing. I didn't really prepare for this all that much. And um, But that really saved my energy to understand how to embrace a new season rather than comparing my experience to whatever expectations I had of what that season would be like. Mm. And really I'm looking back when I'm speaking about this, I'm looking back to when I started law school because our dad is a lawyer and I grew up saying, I'm never going to, I'm never going to be a lawyer. That is so boring Mm -hmm. that no, I just, anything, anything but that. I joke that the two careers I wouldn't consider are funeral director and lawyer. And (laughs) (laughs) first one's still true. (laughs) Got to law school kind of through a, a series of events that, you know, I can see the grace in the, now but I was kind of disoriented when I got there and I was surrounded by all these people who said that they had wanted to be a lawyer since they were you know 10 or 12 or in high school reading To Kill a Mockingbird and I was thinking I don't know how I'm gonna how I'm gonna keep up with all these people because I guess I'm supposed to be here like I wouldn't be here if there wasn't some reason for me to be here but this is really not what I planned and I'm not sure it's what I want Mm. and so with that it was a lot of just kind of like trying to stay in each individual day. And actually one of our, one of our episodes that we're hoping to 
produced pretty early on is about planners and organization. And I really relied on like taking control of little bits of my day. What am I going to eat? What am I going to wear? So that I had that predictability of how I moved around in this new season while adjusting to this educational time that I really didn't know how it was going to go. And so looking back on it, I think that because I wasn't comparing my experience to expectations, that saved me a lot of energy overall. Like I definitely expended a lot of energy getting used to something new, um, but it it didn't set me back, I guess is what I was trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's really awesome. I mean, you guys, um, you know, when we started talking about this podcast idea of of all of us sort of joining in together and to let the listener know we're it's not always going to be the three of us together we have different ideas for different types of shows and things so we hope you'll tune in for the the different different shows but this basically this first one we just wanted to let you all get to know us a little bit and see if you could uh, you know look forward to some of the things that are coming up that we have planned and um anyway what was what was uh, what was your idea i guess when you were coming up with 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 the notion to maybe want to join in on the Colby cast. What what was your kind of vision? I have to say the the episodes that you have produced already that would come along and that would appear on the blog, I would always uh, be excited to see those because I I'm quite the podcast fanatic. I have my definite preferences for podcast players and I've got them all organized and everything. And I would see yours come out and wish that there were more of them and wish that they were um, offered in a way that I could listen to them in my podcast app. So I think I would take almost every opportunity I could to, to say how much I was enjoying Colby cast and would love to see, to see more of it and, and to be able to subscribe to it so that um, it would show up for me among my other podcasts and I could get it organized how I want to. Um, and so thinking about that, it, it seemed like it, Hope and I, we are in the habit of when we ask somebody for something, we want we want more of something. We try to find a way to help make that happen. So um, yeah, it seemed only right that we would say, we would love to hear more of this Colby cast. And if there's a way we can help, we would certainly be happy to do that somehow. Yeah, that was very much appreciated. And what, it, what, were you, what was your idea, Hope? Because you, you said you're just now sort of getting into podcasts. Is that right? Yes. So Bonnie has sent me various podcasts that she's enjoyed for a couple of years now saying, you should listen to this. You should listen to this. And I'm much more of a music person. Like I, I prefer listening to music in the car over listening to podcasts, but I found a few that I really enjoy and that I have been appreciating the different ways of getting media. I mean, like I mentioned, I was a media theory major basically in college. Um, and so it's interesting to me the different ways that communication and information can travel. And so I'm really pretty excited about embracing this new, to me, um, way of communicating. And especially like growing up, getting being homeschooled in before it was cool, shall we say? <laughs> and, yeah. um, <laughs> which I know you have experience with. Right. Growing up, being homeschooled before it was cool. I almost have like my stock answers to various questions and I thought that it would be fun to have an opportunity to kind of both share that experience with people and also take it a step farther into the conversations that I wish were happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so going along with that, what are, what are, I mean, maybe you can tell the listeners some of the, 
some of the ideas that we have planned? Like, what are some of the highlights that you foresee, maybe that we're looking to do later this year or maybe sooner rather than later? This, we're starting out our fourth year of homeschooling. So it, the transition that we made is still fairly fresh in my mind. And I remember when we made that transition, it was a huge step for us. And it took me a long time to go ahead and make that decision and move forward with it. And I really sought out a lot of, uh, as much as I could, people who had made a similar transition and who were starting out or who had had some experience in uh, the brick and mortar school, so to speak, or traditional school, however you wish to compare it to the homeschooling life that we were embarking upon and and how they had made that work for them or even just what their experience was like. So knowing that there are many, many who are making that transition this year, um, part of my hope is to address some of those topics that come up that I know I, I had for myself, questions I had or um, information I wanted to seek out from people or even just um, just relate to them in a way that that imparts that I can somehow on some level understand some aspects of their transition. Everyone's going to be a different um, experience, of course, but um, there there are commonalities among among the different um, transitions people are making. And if there's any way that our experience can be of help to someone else or just to know that this is this has been done and it can be done and um, in spite of if there's even a lot of trepidation or just any any number of those related um, hang-ups that that we can help even just uh, dial down a little bit by um, sharing our own experience or finding other families who have found ways of making it work for them too that that is one of my hopes for the episodes that we're preparing kind of to build on that so as bonnie mentioned there right in the day-to-day -day of colby um, combination of online academy and homeschool, a still fairly new transition in Nicole And so they, Bonnie can really speak to what does the day-to-day -day life with Colby look like right now. And then I'm in this time after being a student, but before being a parent, where I'm really relying on my Colby foundation as I kind of get established in a, in a career and look toward building my own family and things like that. And so I would like to bring some um, some encouragement for people of that this big picture that can feel overwhelming during the day. Like, how does that manifest itself after graduation? Like, what are what are you working toward? What are some of these good fruits? And I definitely don't plan to or consider myself to have all the answers, but I would love to talk to alumni um, in various career paths. I mean. I actually know several Colby alums around my same years. We all ended up at the same college somehow. Um, no, it wasn't. It was not a Catholic school. It was a private non-denominational um, research university. But I have several friends there, and I'm looking forward to kind of widening the scope and talking to people in medical field, in religious life, in music and law and art and all these different things to show just how how awesome the Colby Foundation is and how many different ways you can take it. Um, and I also kind of, I like being a cheerleader for people who are wondering, is this, is this gonna all turn out okay? Cause I live that for sure. And here to say, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's your name too. And so if anyone's wondering more about 
about hope. So she, I did an interview with her. Um, you can probably you can find it on the blog somewhere. I'm sure it's it's still around. I, that was probably more than a year ago, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it was a year, year and a half ago. Maybe. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, and so that was neat just to talk about what it's like to be a product of homeschooling, but also a product of of Colby. And I've noticed because uh, you know a lot of homeschooling it can feel like it's so um, it's individualistic, which is great. You know, it can be tailored to each student. But within that, there's like this this kind of canopy. Um, if you're in Colby, that I've noticed a lot of students, it's it's like this whole alumni groups and things are, are getting stronger. And, and so I have students that are, you know, I it was in, I was teaching um, here at the college uh, last summer, and there were several Colby students who came to the college, and it was like they had known each other forever, even though they were just friends in online classes and stuff before. But they became super good friends right away, and I've seen that at the Colby graduations as well, when the students see each other in person, and I've felt that with the students in person also. So I think that community. That the the Colby community is a really important thing that's maybe not not always valued as much from the outside as it is from the inside. Definitely, and actually, it's funny you should mention that because so I, as I mentioned, I went to a private research university that was not Catholic. It wasn't something that would show up really on on a lot of people's radars, and I was the first undergrad, so I went to the same college for undergrad and law school. And when I started undergrad, I was the first Colby student who had gone there. But toward the end of my freshman year, the admissions office called and said, hey, you know, we hadn't seen this homeschool curriculum before you, but we have another person who's applying who used it. And she's from Philadelphia. Can you like give her a campus tour and like show her your dorm room and things like that? So this was bizarre because we're in the middle of flyover country. <laughs> and like how... How do we both end up there? Long story short, she and I have been best friends ever since she ended up coming to the same school that year. She was a year behind me. Um, she's a professional violinist now, and I have already recruited her to be one of our guests. Oh, good. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that yeah. was random, but, or, I mean, is anything really ever truly random? But it was so improbable to have this Colby connection um, in the most unexpected of places. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that last year when I was teaching at the college, there were some students that I had had as Colby students. And um, then there were others that were in, at Colby, but I, I didn't take Latin with me. But then they would say, oh, yeah, I took I took science or whatever with somebody else. And so it's neat how when you start running into into people like this and now with the lower grades also, um, it's like there's a widening community. You know, because we opened the K through five school this year. And so it's it, well, the online. It's an online school that's opening up this year. But um, yeah. So how how is this? Do you feel connected also with with uh, other Colby families, Bonnie? Yes. You know, actually here locally, there are a few more families using Colby. They started here in the past few years. And there have been people who have used Colby courses here and there. Uh, throughout the years who are somewhat familiar with Colby and some of them have gone on to fully enroll and use it either as the homeschooling curriculum or put 
their children in the online courses or a mix of those like we do. So here in the last year or two, we've really seen that our numbers, our Colby numbers go up here locally, which has been nice. So um, it, when we first started, I don't, I was not aware of any other fully enrolled Colby family, but that has changed here in the, in the past year. So that's been really nice to, to have some local folks who, who are uh, in Colby as well, and to have that local community, and to also be able to participate in the in the wider Colby community. Yeah. Well, what what do you guys think about? I mean, because Hope, you said before homeschooling was cool, and and that's that's a really true thing. I was homeschooled in the 80s and 90s, and you know, I I would yeah, mine was basically de schooling or unschooling. Really, my mom tried to give us a curriculum but it didn't last that long she didn't have much support and there was nothing online um so i i don't know but i feel like there's a huge shift in perception even before everyone became homeschoolers during during the pandemic in the spring but even before that i I've, I've really felt there's a big big shift in that do you guys feel that as well the per, the perception of homeschoolers I've seen that, yes, since we've made our transition. Yes, it seems like there are a, a, a number of them here in our local area, many more, not just Catholic homeschoolers, but um, homeschoolers, both secular and Christian or other of other faiths. There's a significant, it seems, uh, community here with an ever-increasing number of options, activities, uh, co-ops and classes and things like that, many of which are offered um, by the other uh, as a significant a number of them are, are Christian offerings. Some of them are not, and some are just uh, families here and there offering their particular skill set and their knowledge as as homeschool courses to to families who want to make use of that. So, it does definitely seem when we when we made it known that we were um, becoming homeschoolers, there the reactions we got were uh, largely very positive. They people have become well acquainted with with homeschoolers along the way and the successes that many of them have had and and the benefits of homeschooling and um, it does it does seem like the the perceptions are are shifting uh, we still encounter those who who don't share that um, perspective and and that that's to be expected i think and we can just work with that but it does seem from the time that um, hope was being homeschooled um, I wouldn't say I'm significantly older than she is, but I'm quite a bit older than she is. Uh, I was um, early high school when she was born, so I'm careful to say just I'm not like a, anyway. I'm, I'm quite a bit older than she is. So from the time that she was being homeschooled and there, um, the experience she and my mom and dad had as a homeschooling family at that time, because for the most for this the for most of that I was not living in the household at that time. I had I had gone to college and then moved on and started working after college. So from what I could see, their experience to now, that has really come a long way. Mm -hmm, definitely. And I think part of that is because I mean, trailblazers like your family, Jordan, and then so my 10 year high school graduation anniversary will be next year. Uh, so I was homeschooled like roughly late 90s into I graduated Colby in 2011. Um, I think that having like grownups who are homeschooled and who are living out the skills and the talents and the values and everything that were fostered in homeschooling has really helped kind of turn that 
turn that um, maybe common sensibility away from stereotypes that were pretty strong when um, when I was young. I know I was asked, do you see anyone during the day? Do you like I was asked insultingly simple math questions, which would always get me really annoyed. <laughs> yes, I know what five plus five is. <laughs> Something harder. <laughs> but I think that kind of having having both the emphasis on um, on kind of like families needing to choose the paths that work best for them rather than having like a cookie cutter sense of what a family is going to look like. You know, the, the dad goes to work, the mom takes care of the house and the kids, you know, walk down the street to school. Like I'm in, I'm envisioning the cleavers from leave it to beaver. Like as there have been more, um, that's been more of a family by family thing to discern and live out. I, sorry, my dog is in the background. <laughs> I think that that combined with some of us who have been homeschooled going out and being for lack of a better word, um, under the radar almost like people get to know us. And then after they know us, they find out that we were homeschooled and they say, Oh wow, that that's not what I anticipated. Okay. What did you anticipate? And have you ever actually seen it? Or is that from a movie? Okay. Um, I think those two things together have really demonstrated how, um, how both flexible and um, I don't know, inherently, or at least, predominantly um, great that this option is, you know, it's not for everyone, but for those of us who it is for, or for those of those families or those listeners who aren't sure whether it's for them or not, but they're giving it a try. That's exactly where our family was um, up until I started ninth grade. It was a year by year decision of, are we going to homeschool this year? Yes. Um, we looked very seriously at sending me to Catholic high school, but it was farther away than we wanted and the drive was gonna be really long. And so then when we got to high school, we decided, okay, if we're, if we're starting high school homeschooling, we're gonna see it through. But definitely for kindergarten through eighth grade, it was a, is this for us this year? And I think that that helped it, helped us too, because we were able to really kind of I think like one thing Colby often says is fit the curriculum to the child rather than the child to the curriculum and really fit the curriculum to the family. So. Yeah. So when they were trying to decide if, if, if you were going to homeschool that year or not, how were you feeling about it? I mean, were you, were you, I, I'm sure there was probably different feeling, mixed feelings and stuff, but overall, how did you feel about it when they came to you with that? So when I was in elementary school, I loved it. I mean, it was fun. I I enjoyed kind of the ability to get my work done and then run off and play and not like have to sit in my chair until a certain time. In middle school, I was convinced that I was missing out on all sorts of like social. I was plenty well socialized to use a term that shows up too much. Mm -hmm. I knew lots of people. I had lots of social interaction, but I was like, I want to go to a dance. Like I want to be around boys. And <laughs> looking back, I'm like that. I'm really glad that that was not the deciding factor of how I should be educated when I was 12. Um, so uh, there was a 
there were some disagreements when I was in middle school, just as far as the, like, I don't know. Um, thank you, mom and dad, for prioritizing greater things than yeah. middle school dances, right? And then, so we used either a mixture of different curriculums or curricula or a total boxed curriculum from a different provider for kindergarten through eighth grade. And kind of at that same decision point as, okay, if we're gonna start high school, we're gonna see it all the way through. We knew that the curriculum provider that we had been using for middle school was not working. And so my parents involved me in the evaluation of what we should use instead. And so I got to be kind of in on the ground floor with choosing Colby. And I, I wish I remember more of the decision-making process because that would be, it'd be cool. I'd love to talk about it. Um, I just remember that I was involved. And I remember when we started Colby with a Greek year in ninth grade with no classical background, we unboxed all of the books for literature and history and everything. <laughs> we laid each book out on the living room floor with the study guide set next to it. And my mom and I just looked at each other like, what did we sign up for? <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. It can, it can be really rigorous, I know, and, and overwhelming. I mean, I, I sometimes I'm like, OK, I'm going to go myself through the high school reading list just so I know what my students are talking about, you know, and I, I met a professor who, who teaches in, in, um, um, somewhere in New York, in New York. But um, he was telling me he, he was at a homeschool conference looking at our books and he was like, I can't believe your high school students are reading this. And he said his college students can't even read the, their own PowerPoints that they made. <laughs> so I don't know how true that is, but that was the contrast. But, but yeah, in my situation too, my parents always asked us um, if we wanted to be, they, they kind of left it up to us somewhat. And of course I wanted to stay at home. The other option was going to the little local public school, but we were allowed to play sports and things there anyway. So I was like, yeah, I'm definitely choosing sleeping in and, you know, playing guitar all day and then going to basketball practice, which was 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 maybe my junior and senior year. But I don't know, Bonnie, what about what about your kids? Do they do they ever give you any flack for keeping them home? You know, they have come to see the benefits of this way of doing things there uh, when they were in Catholic school, we had quite a drive and nobody misses that drive and that prevented us from participating in more of the community, the school community and activities. And so that was frustrating to them at the time. Um, I think they have, they recognize that this is, the, the expectations are still high for uh, their participation and their, and what they put into their schoolwork and, and all of those things that the, all, none of that has changed and they, they accept that and they, they do well to meet that, um, we have our ups and downs. Nothing is perfect. We we are still striving for that every day, but they have come to to like this this way of doing things. It, it I think um, they had some understandable concerns and questions at the beginning, like um, and things that they miss, people that they miss, which I understand, and and that's okay. And I think they exist together. There there are many things that they like about homeschooling, a few things they miss, a few things they don't like, and that's true of most things in life, right? So um, many um, circumstances of life, I, I, I mean to say, um, to find 
the ways to to live well the circumstances that that we are in uh, to make the best of them and to to find the good and to cultivate that and and it's okay to to um, miss what some of the good parts that that there are trade-offs for our our decisions that we've made um, but yeah they have come to like this this way of doing things yeah mm. yeah that's that's great yeah um you know i was i was just thinking how um you know it, if if i were listening to these episodes or to this episode right now there's so many things i'd want to go into you know i'd want to hear from hope so then what did you do did you read all the books did you or how do you approach it but i want to tell the listener there's going to be plenty of time to um hear i think we'll be able to go into a lot of these topics and the idea really is is for a lot of encouragement so when i started doing the colby cast years ago uh that the idea was was you know i wanted to to be a a voice in another medium to connect with people and um and and help them sort of see that they're not alone was kind of the thing um and so that's why i really appreciate you two coming in and helping with these i'm i'm looking forward to seeing what episodes that that you have planned and that we have planned together and just kind of see what we produce over the next uh, who knows how long maybe maybe till till christ returns who knows <laughs> Um, so anyway, is there anything that you guys would, would want to say kind of in closing, anything you want to add in there, or do you think you covered everything? First of all, thank you for the opportunity to collaborate with you on this. We're really excited and honored to be, to be participating in this with you and, and looking forward to the good things to come. Um, I also hope to offer encouragement and just, um, um, camaraderie to those who are embarking upon this, this educational endeavor um, and I hope to really underscore that this this Colby is um, it's really not like very many other I can't think of other um, educational opportunities that are the same as Colby this is a really um, special um, privilege and opportunity to to be educated and formed by this curriculum and the the um, spiritual formation that come that is built into it that is um that guides it really the the um, all the things really stem from the spiritual formation really and, and which is something that is very important to us it's one of the deciding factors for making making this choice um and also to recognize that that starting out this school year here, here we are in 2020 at this point in time with this pandemic um, especially for folks coming to this to Colby because of the pandemic or other similar factors, I mean, that one is a pretty big one, to recognize that this is a fresh start, a new chapter, and it's not going to be identical to what you experienced um, in the springtime or, or whatever season <laughs> of the year it was where wherever people are listening from. Um, this is a new start and it is not, it does not have to be the same as what you experienced before. Um, and there are good things to come and just to be an encouragement in that way. Yeah. And I would echo that. Um, I was the only Catholic homeschooled kid in my little tiny town when I was growing up. So I, I knew a lot of people. I was involved in clubs with different um, like public school kids. And there was a Catholic homeschool group about an hour away that we would do things with. But my mom and I know very well what it felt like to feel like we were completely on our own. 
um, because we were physically in many ways, we were so grateful for the Colby advisors to call. Um, but we were like, I want to convey that encouragement and kind of that realistic sense of like, we're, we're going to acknowledge the, the tough spots and how to get through them and how to learn from them. And we're also going to emphasize the the benefits, which often come directly through the rough spots. So it, it won't be, um, you know, it won't be humdrum, offer it up, and it also won't be rose-colored glasses. <laughs> um, but also, I think kind of going with what Bonnie said about this being a new season, I think that that's true. That's true for all of us, whether you're working, homeschooling, managing a house, establishing a house, anything like that, like this time is is new. And so it's really exciting to be able to be involved in this and to convey kind of, I mentioned our dad is a lawyer and our mom had a bumper sticker that they picked up when he was in law school that said, is there life after law school? And that was her, like, her motto, um, you know, is there life after law school? I, I, we're proof that there is. And she definitely reminded me of that, like when I was in school, but I, sometimes it's like, is there, is there life outside of this week in this, this school? And so I think that I'm really excited to be here to both speak directly to the days that our listeners are in right now, and also the long range of what awesome like I, I keep I feel like I keep using that word but it's accurate the awesome formation that Colby um, Colby produces when you kind of trust the process and learn how to really interact with it in the best best way for you and your family oh that's great yeah and well that's to add on to that I was also going to mention a wonderful blog post on the Colby blog by Mrs. Muth it's called Get Thee Behind Me and Note on Discouragement. We all have those days. They're, they will come. But um, this is a good one. I revisited for, as needed. It's really a beautifully written um, uh, encouragement and just real uh, perspective regainer to uh, when when we're having a moment. We, we, all have, we all have our moments, both good and bad. So um, that one can be a real, I, I have found it to be a great uh, reassurance and help to me and it might be to other folks as well yeah good good uh shout out to that because that's something that we you know i i was told um to try to put that out annually <laughs> i think it's true i i put it i think the last time it was posted um it was it was perfect for me it's not very far back just a few months ago maybe so right we can drop I mean, it in the show notes too yeah yeah you can yeah that's right yeah you can link to it right here wherever you're seeing this. So, um, well, I guess that's probably it for this this introductory episode one. And uh, I hope the listeners enjoyed it. And um, Bonnie, do you have anything to close us out with? I have a, a litany of saints I'd like to invoke their intercession for us as we embark upon this new school year and this new um, reboot of the Colby cast. Mary, our mother, pray for us. St. Maximilian Colby, St. Ignatius of Loyola, St. Michael, holy saints and angels, pray for us, for the greater glory of God. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you. So we'll see each other soon. Okay, take care. Yeah.